0: Hello friends and welcome to the pilot episode of The Nerd Table, the newest nerd-based podcast part of CKCC Radio. My name is Chris for those who do not know me. It is a wonderful pleasure to be here and to provide you with some more audio goodness. To do this podcast, I need a co-pilot. I need a Chewy to my Han is what I need. And I'd like to introduce you to my Partner in crime, my unofficial twin, my brother from another mother. He is the petter of cats and the breaker of robos. His name is Eric. Uh, oh, that's awesome that you threw hey it at Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> uh, my name is Eric. Uh, I've known Chris for quite a while now. We actually go back to the days. Uh, we, we worked at a little rat factory, I guess we can call
0: it. Yeah, it's and, a... It's, it's a popular, well-known establishment, ran by a rat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great times, <laughs> though. Great <laughs> you probably times. heard of it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this, this pilot, I guess, uh, we should just talk about the, our interests and in, in things like that?
0: We're, we're nerds. Let's get that off the table right now. We are.
1: We're giant nerds. I'm we're... actually staring at video game stuff as we speak.
0: There you go. But we're 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 proud to be nerds and now we're proud to be podcasters too. Well, this will be Eric's first podcast. I've been doing stuff for a while, but a lot of you listening have probably listened to my other shows. In fact, for the most part, that's probably how you're tuning into this in the first place, but uh, Eric and I both have a large collection of friends who either have never heard us talk before on a podcast or haven't heard any of the other stuff I've done because they're just not interested in me talking about wrestling for one to two hours a week. And I, that's fine. I totally understand that because sometimes even I get tired of talking about wrestling for one to two hours a week. So we're going to talk about this This podcast. We're going to talk about stuff that interests us. And it's called the Nerd Table because, you know, that, that's the cafeteria table that we sat at. Yeah. We we sat we sat at the nerd table. We all talked about nerd stuff and
1: played Yu-Gi-Oh games and stuff, you know, Pokemon and
0: all that good stuff. So the table I sat at one year in high school actually had the full on Magic the Gathering games going. And I didn't play Magic the Gathering, but I was totally at that table that the full on games were going at, and those games would get heated. Oh, man. Uh, I, I used to play Magic the Gathering at school,
1: and yeah, it really did get heated. I lost every single time. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, like, not good at the game, or I wasn't good at the game. I was, you know, I'm still not good at the game,
0: but, like, I, I tried. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Did you have, like, a lot of the quote-unquote nerd tables in your school cafeteria? Because I don't feel like my school had a big a big right. collection of it.
1: My my school was kind of, it was very clicky. I, I would say it was that, like, you know, the skaters would hang out with the skaters, the goths would hang out with the goths, and the nerds would hang out with the nerds. Uh, it was just that first year, not knowing what people liked and the interest, that, that was the only time that we were all together. And until we figured out, like, who liked what and then we just kind of separated. So all
0: all the kids who looked like they robbed a hot topic all ended up sitting at the same table together. Yeah, basically. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. And then all the all the yeah. But like my school didn't really have a lot of the quote unquote stereotypical clicks. Like like we had a lot of nerds and there was, you know, the quote-unquote bullying, and people got picked on for liking nerd stuff. But nobody ever did anything in my school, even remotely like those nerd tropes on television. Nobody ever got stuffed in a locker. Nobody ever got a, Nobody I know in my life has ever gotten a swirly.
1: Well, so, yeah. I mean, I, I'm from Florida, and a locker won't fit a person. So uh. I can't say that I've ever been locked into a locker. But, uh, you know, I've been pushed around and stuff like that. Never got a swirly. Uh, thank God. Thank God for that.
0: I mean, my school had fights, but it was always with, like, the the kids who got the bad grades who came from the bad homes were the ones who got in fights with each other. So, we had a lot yeah. of those.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's the same. I think that's kind of everywhere. Um, but, but as far as, like, being picked on or, or bullied or anything like that, n- nothing too terrible. You know, they made made fun of us or whatever, called us names, but uh, we kind of deserved it, you know, running around the school, doing the Naruto run and shit. So... <laughs> 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 but you, you grow out of that. Just kids being kids,
0: you know. But did we grow out of it? That's the thing. Did we?
1: I, I can't run anymore, Because we're,
0: we're both in our 30s, and we definitely did not grow out of some of the stuff, that's for sure. Okay,
1: some of the stuff we kept, but like, uh, I don't know. I guess I can hide my, uh, my nerd stuff better now you can fly
0: your nerd flag high now is like we're we're in that portion of society now
1: i know right oh my gosh Uh, imagine if when we were kids the marvel movies coming out like
0: they are now yeah we get picked on for going to those movies but those same kids would probably go to the movies in secret you know yeah well now now it's not no one's getting picked on for that like
1: uh go see the new iron man movie or whatever is it it's they're awesome
0: yeah everybody would be there see yeah the the school i went to i grew up in a i grew up in a very rural county in new jersey and our school was huge because the town had twenty four thousand people in it and my graduating class alone had over 360 kids and we were the smallest class Our, our senior year we were the smallest class the classes always got bigger as each one came through but like even with with that many kids i just think because the area was so rural there was a lot of boredom so a lot of people got into stuff like this quote unquote nerd stuff because we didn't have a bustling town where you could just walk everywhere we weren't metropolitan you know we didn't have public transportation. My town, for the longest time, had two freaking traffic lights in it. 64,000 square miles or something like that. And we only had two damn traffic lights forever. Oh, man, that, that sounds like a dream. See,
1: I, I grew up in Florida. Like, yeah, I was born in New York or whatever, but I, I've been down in Florida since I was seven until I, I didn't move out until I was, like, what, uh, a year ago? So I was 34. Uh, there, there's like... And... and in Florida especially Orlando you got Universal you got SeaWorld you got all these water parks you got Disney you got all this entertainment and I still end up following or not following but just enjoying like my anime my video games and I just didn't want to go outside because it was hot really
0: yeah I can, it's just I can always see hot
1: oh the
0: yeah humidity well, there uh, up up here up north we have the opposite problem in the in the winter. You get snowed in, and then you don't have a choice but to play video games because you can't go anywhere.
1: I know, but, like, to me, that's normal, so I don't mind it as much. Now that I live, you know, in Michigan and whatnot, it's great.
0: Right, so you were yeah, – so Eric and I both have, like, these similar life paths where he was born in New York. I was born in New Jersey. We both lived in Florida for an extended period of time, although his was a little more extended than mine because you grew up there. I Ooh, will, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't have a choice. I only lived in Florida for about six years, and then we both moved back up north, just in different directions. I live in Pennsylvania now. I actually live in Dutch Amish country. I'm in Lancaster. So I eat very well out here. We'll put it that way because there's plenty of of farm fresh, and uh, it's a very laid-back community. And other than this tourist blocking traffic to take pictures of the horse and buggy, often with the New York license plate I'd like to add, uh <laughs> it is a very, very relaxed laid back area. It's a pretty friendly area, I have to say, and I really enjoy the Dutch Amish country of Pennsylvania, and you now live in Michigan. How are you like in Michigan? Uh, you know what? I like Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor is pretty nice. Um, except for football season,
1: like college football, when all the roads are closed because I am so close to the big house, the the football stadium over here, uh, that you can't you can't do anything. You can't you can't drive your car. Like, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. You need to plan and walk, and that, that's how I get my exercise. Is every football season, except you know maybe this one, for obvious reasons that I'm not gonna mention, but um, outside of that. Man, it's great the food's over here is like it, it's it's so good uh, I haven't found a really good Chinese food place but uh, I had my first uh, euro I think that's what it's called uh, lamb Greek food yeah Greek food oh my god I haven't had Greek food since I uh, well ever I, I had my first Greek food up here and it I yeah changed my life changed my life man.
0: I'm not uh, big, big into Chinese food, but I, there is a place near where I work that's supposedly the number one rated Chinese food restaurant in the whole county, and a bunch of my coworkers eat there. And they're like, "Yeah, I think that's a lie," because they're not a big fan.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be the best in the county and still be bad. I, that's true. Like, <laughs> I I'm used to like. I don't know what it is in Florida, but the Chinese food places over there, even though you walk in and some of them are, like, disgusting, they have, like, the chicken in these five gallon, or not even the five gallon, like, the, the construction buckets that you get from Home Depot. They're like, what are they doing? Oh, my and, God. But it tastes fucking delicious. It tastes really good. It's probably not good for me. It's probably going to kill me, but I want my wings, please.
0: Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather die young and happy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing is uh well that's definitely something we're going to talk about in future episodes of this show is uh we do like our food. Yes. And there there we're is nothing first wrong. First yeah, there's nothing second. wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so uh, I want to give you guys kind of a little introduction for those who don't really know us. Like we're going to kind of go over our fandoms a little bit so you guys understand what Eric and I are into and give you Kind of an idea of what our goal is for this podcast, but I'll tell you guys right off the bat, the main goal is to just entertain you guys. We want you guys to tune into the show and enjoy yourselves, and we're going to be an escape from the reality of the world. So even though sometimes things might come up because it's relevant to the topic, you're not going to get any episodes just based on the coronavirus. There won't be any episodes based on politics. Like, yeah, maybe the name Donald Trump or Joe Biden might come up if it's relevant to what we're talking about, but we're not going to do like a politically charged episode. Uh, You know, we're not going to cover the election and be like, oh, let's talk about their policies. We're going to be an escape from that stuff. We're not going to talk about religion and try to convert anybody. You know what I mean? We're gonna give you guys a nerddom escape. Now, of course, if we're talking about dogma, the Kevin Smith movie. Oh
1: yes. Religion yes.
0: religion might come up. <laughs> we, but, we should have an episode just
1: on Kevin Smith movie. We should
0: Yeah. I want to get the show popular enough so we can have Kevin Smith on the show. That's that's a goal oh right gosh. there. I wanna yes. talk to Kevin Smith. We're both Jersey boys. We got a connection <laughs> there. So, real quick, let's kind of so I want to kind of talk about growing up in New Jersey a little bit. I'm not going to give you all my life story, but I want to quell some rumors about New Jersey. Uh, Jersey Shore, let's talk about that for a minute. So first of all, yeah, first of all, everybody on that show was pretty much from Long Island. (laughs) So I don't want to hear any crap about Jersey being related to Jersey Shore. But if you want to talk to me about Kevin Smith or Aqua Teen Hunger Force or The Sopranos, I'm all about that. So, I'll put some nice positive spin on New Jersey. By the way, we're the diner capital of the world. And Did di- not know that. And disco fries are amazing. Do you what, know what are di- disco fries? Ah, I am so glad you asked. Fries smothered in gravy. And they are okay. incredible. But you've got to go to one of those real grease trap diners, the one that's basically in a trailer. That's the kind of diner you want to go to. And you want to go at 3 a.m.
1: The 3 a.m. Grease Trap I'm pretty sure the like Food Health Administration it, does not know they exist.
0: I don't care and I don't want them to find them. <laughs> we must protect our Grease Trap diners at all costs. Okay. And nothing beats Taylor Ham egg and cheese on a hard roll or a bagel as a breakfast sandwich. Taylor Ham is amazing. It's also called pork roll. That's a North versus South Jersey thing by the way. And They're literally the same thing. Pork roll's the actual product, and Taylor Ham is a brand name for it. So when people are like, what do you call it? Both answers are correct, but because I'm from the North, I have to say Taylor Ham, and the South Jersey people say pork roll. We're also split on our sports teams. North Jersey roots for New York teams, and South Jersey roots for Philly teams. And that's just how it is.
1: Oh, you know what? Now that you mention it, yeah, I see that.
0: I mean, that's just how it is, because... If you if you actually think about it, it makes sense. Yeah, whoever are closer
1: to, right? I guess
0: because New Jersey doesn't have sports teams of its own except for the the Devils. Because we don't talk about the Nets; they abandoned us. And we will talk about sports a little bit on this show because sports can still be a nerdy thing. And I'm because that's a fandom, right? <laughs> you're
1: uh, yeah. You, know, you yeah, like I a guess.
0: certain sports I, team.
1: I I like
0: esports. If that
1: makes me even more nerdy i don't that's care that's one
0: way to tie in nerddom to sports <laughs> i guess <laughs> hey you cannot do not make fun of somebody for cosplaying when you go to these games dressed in the full football outfit with your face painted and a giant block of cheese on your head i'm talking to you guys out in green bay wow I I actually think the cheeseheads are cool. I kind of want to go to a game at Lambeau Field. I want to go to a game at Lambeau Field when it's snowing, and just watch them play in a blizzard and freeze my nips off. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't care, man. It's, you got to you got to be proud of your fandoms. That's just it, and and that's like like I said, I live in Dutch Amish country now, but the the best thing about it is that. So everybody associates Lancaster as Amish country right that's the big association, especially if you've seen the uh, if you've seen witness and you've seen Harrison Ford as an Amish guy beating the crap out of people but Lancaster's also a thriving young professional community so we have almost every chain imaginable here We have multiple Walmarts and targets to choose from, and everything is super compact you can go. I can be from the north end to the south end of Lancaster City in only 10 minutes driving.
1: Now that you mention, like, Walmarts and them, I've never been to a Kroger before until I moved up here.
0: Oh, yes. Uh,
1: wow. Like, I really like Kroger. I, I don't know what it is, but the, uh, the the Kroger that's by me, it has this little Starbucks inside. And that Starbucks is probably the best Starbucks I have ever been to. Like I don't know what it is that they that they do different because all the drinks should be the same. Uh, uh if for for people who don't know, my actual job like I kind of work on kitchen equipment at the moment. Um and I do stuff for Starbucks. But I've never had to go to that one. So I don't know what they're using, but their drinks
0: are amazing. I'm going to guess it's the people making the drinks they're actually probably. doing it right <laughs> probably but like they're always so
1: happy and cheerful and and it's bravo starbucks first off thank thank you cuz like every time i go to one of your stores always somebody smiling and always somebody giving me coffee ca- you know what i probably just like them cuz they give me caffeine but oh there it, you go <laughs> yeah but their drinks are amazing uh and it's it's only on the Kroger ones that I go to, the one I go to the most is the one by my house, but like every Kroger or Starbucks that I've been to has always had really good friends.
0: You know what I do miss though, living up North Publix, public supermarkets. Oh,
1: you know what I would do for a public sub right now?
0: Uh, probably, sub. probably some shady shit,
1: some seriously <laughs> shady shit. Yes. By if, the uh, way- anybody like who knows me and knows my address down in Florida. If you guys can just, I don't know, same-day delivery me uh, a pub sub. (laughs) I don't even care. (laughs) Oh, you better get... That's going to be a long drive. That's going to be a very long drive. I wonder how much that would cost on Uber Eats.
0: (laughs) I was going to ask you, like, what are you near city-wise out in Ann Arbor? Because Lancaster has a lot of access to major cities in America. We're three hours from New York City. We're an hour and a half from Philly. We're two and a half hours from D.C. We're an hour and a half from Baltimore. We're four hours from Pittsburgh. And those are all major cities.
1: Yeah, I I want to say that I'm like I'm 45 minutes away from Detroit. 30 minutes given, you know, how people drive. Um, and then about an hour or so from Toledo. Well, okay. Ann Arbor is literally, it's the next big town in in Michigan to me anyway. Um uh let's see. I'm about 45 minutes south of Flint, 40 minutes west of Detroit and about uh hour to an hour and a half north of Toledo if that gives a general idea of like where I'm at.
0: Sounds like it. Yeah, everything's a everything's a hub in our area, so yeah, we have access to a lot of a lot of stuff which is fun we need we need to live in those kind of areas because where i like i said where i grew up it was so rural we didn't have anything around us and then living uh, in orlando spoiled me because then i had oh, everything
1: yeah. everything was like we walked outside there was i mean Publix, a panda express uh oh, i miss panda too but uh, there, there are there are pandas in, in michigan i just don't know where they're at apparently
0: Oh, I, f- I discovered but, we have a Hardee's up here. I need to try that.
1: You have a Hardee's?
0: Yeah. It's a little bit of a drive, but it's close enough. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I Hardee's. There's just certain things
1: that, like, I can't yet. You know what it is? Like, it's a culture change moving from Florida to up north. Right. I don't notice that. Like, in Florida, everybody was very friendly but quiet and that's why i'm kind of a quiet person up north everybody is friendly but they sound mad and they talk a lot (laughs) if if that makes any sense no i get it yeah i'm just just like are you mad like no i'm just having a conversation like you sure because you sound like you're yelling
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's the new jersey and the italian in me comes out Just like I gotta remind people, I'm not that angry. I'm just Italian. (laughs) No, I have a very, very Irish last name, but I'm half Italian because my mom is full-blooded. So, and and that part comes out more than anything. But that's okay. I'm proud. I'm proud of my heritage. I like being Italian because I like pizza. Oh, pizza is great. Yes, and uh, pizza. Oh, okay.
1: Hold up, hold up. Oh, here pizza. We go. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple or no pineapple? What, what do you think?
0: Uh, I finally have a forum where I can say this. <laughs> Everybody shut the hell up about pineapple on pizza. If you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine. Stop making it a thing. Thing already <laughs> oh my uh, god the internet needs to shut up about pineapple on pizza i've tried it and i like it but it's i wouldn't eat a whole pie of it but if you offered me a slice of pineapple pizza i would eat it and i enjoy it i wouldn't eat a whole pie of it but like i don't understand why that's become such a such a horrible art like like have you ever noticed that people don't have opinions on stuff until the internet decides that you do like nobody oh nobody Remember hated nickelback oh my god don't even get me started on that <laughs> nobody <laughs> hated nickelback until the internet decided we were supposed to and then all of a sudden everybody hated it or i'll give you an even better example the phantom menace i actually liked it the first time i saw it and oh, then the fight all the scenes su- were amazing and all of a sudden the internet told me i'm not supposed to and then everybody went with it like Somebody just, something blows up on the internet and suddenly everybody has to have an opinion about it. Like, if you like pineapple on pizza, like your pineapple on pizza. Stop acting like it's a crime to do it. And then, and then the other thing that drives me nuts are, and I'm going to call out some of my fellow Italians on this one, but they're like, but it's not a real Italian thing to do. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things that go on pizza that isn't a real Italian thing to do. Because you know what? I've been to Italy and I've had what real Italian pizza is. And the American version is not it.
1: would you say the uh, american version is better
0: uh that's that's actually a hard one because I'll, i'll say this the american version is definitely more filling because it's bigger margarita pizza like they made like i had out in nice and in florence is uh because it's not designed for fat americans like me so <laughs> I ate the whole thing, no problem, because it was almost like having a personal pan pizza. And the crust is super thin, so it's not filling. But it's a very, very interesting taste, and even though that, like, Carrabba's is still a chain restaurant, that they make margarita pizza the closest to the authentic thing. So if you've ever been to a Carrabba's before, and you try their pizza, that's the closest you're actually going to get to what... Pizza tastes like in Europe without actually going to Europe. I have not been to one.
1: I think I've had a margarita pizza, but it, it was from Wolfgang Puck in uh, Downtown Disney or Disney yes, Springs. You know now, what?
0: I think I had the Wolfgang Puck pizza, and that was actually pretty good too. So yeah, there it's... are there are comparisons. But so I
1: want to go on record and say that the Wolfgang Puck one tastes better. But like you said, it's just not enough. It's too expensive, first off. But yeah outside of the price if i had to compare the two that one tastes better not enough there
0: well since we're talk since food is going to be a topic on future episodes i'm just going to ask you right now what goes on what goes on eric's pizza what goes on my pizza i am a very like plain pizza type person
1: i will take okay kevin mcallister cheese- <laughs> listen i'll just take cheese no Per, like no toppings on the crust, no stuffed crust, none of that. Just a plain cheese pizza, and and here and here's why, right? Unless I know exactly where I'm getting my pizza from, I know that cheese and tomato sauce will roughly taste the same, and I'm looking for that consistency. But if I am going all out on a pizza that I really do like, and there's a place up here called the Pizza House, uh, they're phenomenal you can throw whatever you want on that pizza. It's going to be delicious. I will, like, if you are be like, oh, there's no just, there's no plain cheese pizzas on sale. I don't give a fuck. Just give me whatever. And I'm going
0: to eat it. Um, you are allowed to curse on this show, I, by the way. Oh, so uh, yeah, my bad. Sorry. And you tried. I sound like you tried to censor yourself. Yeah, I'm just going to warn you guys right now. We're not going to censor ourselves on this show. So if you have kids in the car and you're listening to this podcast, my advice would either be, turn it off unless you want your kids to learn some colorful new words cuz they're going to fly with me and Eric. That's just oh, something God. that happens. But unless you're just unless you're just that parent who, unless you're just that parent who doesn't care. If you're a parent <laughs> who don't give a fuck, then bravo, by all means. Off. Yeah, bravo. Bravo. Here you go. Yeah. But but by all means, keep the podcast on. I'm just letting you guys know. We're not kid-friend this is not kid-friendly material. So. I mean, we're talking about pizza right now, and I'm already
1: I'm already cursing. Bye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they, they have, like, I don't know what they do to their bacon, but their bacon, even, I've never had bacon on a pizza where it's still crispy because of the cheese and the sauce and everything. It always comes out, like, it still tastes like bacon. It's just not crispy bacon. But they mm. use magic.
0: <laughs> and their bacon is perfect. This is some Wizarding World pizza right here, is what this is. Yes. Accio bacon.
1: They have the flavor. They have this uh, uh, garlic powder stuff that they put on top of their crust for flavoring. And that's, uh, you know what?
0: I'm getting that tonight. Oh, there you go. I'm getting it the, tonight. Putting me in the mood for <laughs> pizza. So that's just it. Like, I don't mind a plain cheese pizza. Because sometimes that's all I want is I just want it, I just want pizza. But I like to go I, – I will always be a pepperoni pizza guy. That's always my favorite pizza topping. But sometimes I want the meat lover's pizza. I want the pepperoni and bacon and beef and sausage and just load that thing up. Other times I want a supreme. Put on some olives and peppers and all that other stuff. Like sometimes I want the super supreme where they throw everything on it. My moods change. And, like, specialty pizzas, like, getting, like, a taco pizza is incredible, but I can't eat that all the time. Oh. I had one that was, like, a, it was a cheeseburger pizza. Mmm. It That's... was good
1: for two slices, and then afterwards I, I couldn't finish it. Like, it tasted really good. It's more like a dessert pizza, you know? It's just, like, just a few slices,
0: Well, and it,
1: it's fantastic, but no more than that.
0: yeah. When I get a pizza like that, I always go for the smaller sizes, like the personal sizes, because that way I can finish it without getting tired of it. I will not, like, I will not eat a full-size taco pizza. I won't be able to do that. But if I get a smaller version of it, odds are I'll probably be able to eat half of it, no problem, and then finish the other half maybe later or the next day without an issue either.
1: Okay, so... How do you like your pizza? Do you like hand tossed?
0: Do you like, uh, like Chicago's deep dish? I'm not that big on deep dish because I don't like having to fork and knife my pizza. Not that I okay. don't. Not that I don't dislike the concept of deep dish. I've got to be in the mood for it. But no, I prefer my pizza hand tossed. Okay. I've always preferred my pizza hand tossed. And I love Say, me some stuffed crust. I love me some stuffed crust.
1: That's the one thing I can't do. I can't do stuffed crust. It's just, there's something about, like, the end of the pizza where it's just a nice breadstick, and if you put stuff in it, I'm going to be mad.
0: (laughs) But see, that's why I like it, because then I can dip it. (laughs) I feel like I can dip it, and I'm eating, like, cheesy bread or something. That's actually why I like it.
1: Okay, well, uh, see, we do have, like, differences in things we like, I guess.
0: But I'm not going to... I'm not going to chastise you for not liking stuffed crust pizza. Like, no, no, no. I'm but, not going to do so. Like, I get
1: it. I, I completely get it. It's just, if I had the option, I'm not going to order
0: it. Yeah. All right. So I don't want to do a whole episode on food just for the pilot, but we covered a lot of good stuff about yeah. pizza yeah, here. We did. And I don't want to make everybody starving after they're done listening to us here. But, uh, good morning, by the way. Yes. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> I haven't even. I haven't even technically had my breakfast
1: yet. So. <laughs> me, me either. I'm actually really hungry. It's probably why the food topic came
0: up. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll we'll circle back to food because I got it on the list of stuff I want to talk about here. But so real quick, just to throw this out here, I know we're like, we're like way into the, we're like already a half hour into the episode, and I'm gonna am I'm gonna do plugs now, which usually I want to do these at the beginning. But so just so you guys know for future reference, this show is on the CKCC radio channel which is my podcasting channel. We have 10 shows on there right now. You subscribe to the channel, you get everything. Now, I know that some people would prefer to just seek out the one podcast, so I'm going to tell you guys how you can do all that. If you subscribe to the CKCC Radio channel, like, yes, you're going to get all the other shows attached to it, but you should check out those other shows too. And you can do that on all the major podcasting places. We're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, You can find CKCC Radio, subscribe to it, and you'll see all the other stuff. Uh, If you have the Podbean app itself, because it's ckccradio.podbean.com is where you can listen to the show. Or you can follow us on the Facebook machine at The Nerd Table Podcast. And that's where I'm going to put the individual links to the show on the Facebook page. I'll probably also start a Twitter feed and do that too. And maybe even an Instagram and I'll put the individual stuff on there so you can follow us on the social media platform and then you can get your stuff that way. The only reason I suggest still subscribing to the channel is because it'll notify you automatically, whereas the social media stuff, you might have to look for it. If you're, I mean, you can set up the page to get notifications from the page, but you subscribe to one of the channels, they notify you automatically when the new stuff goes up. And what we're probably going to do, this episode's going to air a little bit earlier than usual, but we're probably going to have new episodes drop every Monday morning at 7 a.m. So when you wake up for your work week, guess what? You can wake up with us. What a great way to start your week by listening to our sultry voices in your ears as you prepare. especially
1: this episode.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, so you can get a craving for pizza. Cause I know I'm craving some pizza now, but yeah, check out great. the other shows that are on the channel. I won't go nuts into the plugs here, but uh, my wrestling podcast, Club Cafe Wrestle Talk, airs every single week. Myself and my friend Dan talk about wrestling, and we make we do a lot of interactive stuff, which will be a theme on this show too. By the way, uh, Jeff Trelowitz, who used to work with Eric and I at the Rat Factory. He actually has two shows, and he alternates each week. He has Real Paranormal Talk, and Jeff himself is a paranormal investigator. So that show airs every other week, and he does episodes about real paranormal stories. And he just did an episode where he he recorded out in the field. So you can actually listen to him go on an actual ghost hunt. And then every other week, he intersperses that with the Ranking Track Show, where he takes an album— and ranks every song on it from worst to best. Of uh, He actually did an episode with me as the guest. We did Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park, which is my oh. favorite album of all time. Oh, it's so good. It's the best. If you're into music, there is a show called J. Bunny's Music Hub, hosted by Jason Shin. He interviews people in the music industry, a lot of friends of his, but he has interviewed uh, Bad Wolves, 40 Below, Summer, Uh, Boba Flex, and he is close with some of those people. So he'll interview the lead singers. The shows are pretty long, and they also always feature a musical track that the band gives him permission to play, which is really cool. We're putting the backlog up now, but he has been recording new episodes over Skype and stuff like that with the pandemic going on. He hasn't done in-person interviews, but he has actually put more stuff up. So you can check that out on the channel. The first Monday of every month, there's a podcast called Motivational Moves. My friend Adrian Cotton does that one. He gets you motivated for the month, and they're short episodes. They're only a couple minutes long each, but it's basically he gets you—he tries to motivate you to make the month the best month possible. For your TV enthusiasts, the Bored to Death Binge Cast, hosted by Jay, Chris, Zeke, Sam, and a cast of rotating characters, they— give you easy-to-digest chunks of television shows that they review as they binge them. That's actually a very anime-heavy episode, just so you know, Eric. You might want to check that show out. They just did My Hero Academia. They've done Gundam. So there's some cool stuff to check out there. For race aficionados, my friend Matt Hardman does the Race Nerd podcast, and he doesn't just cover NASCAR either. He covers Indy cars and all this other fun stuff. And then Dan and I also do another show called the Stupid Sexy Podcast, which is a review of every Simpsons ever, with that being a reference to Stupid Sexy Flanders. That's all stuff you can check out. And if you want even more nerd goodness, because I know you do, we have two partner shows you can look up and subscribe to, the Blake and Sal Show and the United We Fan Podcast. Blake and Sal, of course, with other hosts. And Mark and Brian on United We Fan, they also do a a really fun nerddom-based podcast. And we're all partner shows, so they're going to hype us up. We're going to hype them up. I think that takes care of the plugs. Hopefully nobody fast-forwarded through that. And if you did, shame on you. Shame. (laughs) Shame. So, okay, Uh, what, what should we talk about next week, man? Well, let's talk about our fandoms this week, and then we'll come up with some stuff to talk about. But what I think would be a lot of fun is if our listeners interacted with us and let us know what they want us to talk about.
1: Oh, you know what? We should we should also give advice. If you have a you need advice on stuff, you should ask us. It, don't don't take it seriously at all. But I think it'd be funny if we just gave oh random advice to people. Oh my goodness!
0: Uh, you opened it up. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I saying, did I did. <laughs> i i take responsibility for what's going to befall
1: you (laughs) oh this is great my my head's opening up okay i've got plans
0: oh no we're gonna do an advice column this is gonna be insane all right well let's let's get into some of our fandoms let's talk about some of the things that we like we've got and we'll we'll focus on a lot of the topics we're going to talk about with uh with everything. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with movies. Movies. In general, I, what what kind of movies would you say you're into? See,
1: I think we actually have a lot in common. Uh, I I want to say I'm into...
0: I love comedy movies, and I love action-adventure movies. Yeah, right? I'd say comedy is probably my favorite genre of film. Right, same. And then action-adventure. Um, Horror is
1: probably down on the... Like, the last I don't really like horror all that much not that I don't think it's good it's just I feel like everything's been already
0: done to death on that you know okay so I am definitely what I would consider a horror snob okay I do enjoy horror movies to a degree but the big problem I have with horror genre in general is that all they want to do is just provide jump scares and gore and to me that's so lazy yeah,
1: that's, and that's why, that's why I don't really like
0: horror movies. I'll tell you all my two favorite horror movies are, and you'll you'll understand exactly where I'm coming with this. The original Halloween from 1978 has okay. zero gore. There isn't even I don't even think there's a drop of blood in that movie. It's all psychological stalking and atmosphere. That's what I like about it, and yeah. The Shining which is Shining. brilliantly acted by jack nicholson see
1: i don't know if i can consider that a horror movie
0: oh it's definitely a horror movie it's it's a it's a different kind of horror it's the it's more of a paranormal horror but, yeah but like yeah but like those psychological thrillers are a
1: lot higher on my list than like I don't even know... I'm, a, a I'm ten harmer. times
0: more terrified of Hannibal Lecter than I am of Freddy Krueger. Yes. And because Hannibal Lecter is real. That guy can happen. Nobody's coming into my nightmares to murder me. But that cannibal on the loose, wearing people's faces, can actually happen. And it has ha- happened. Actually,
1: yeah, I was about to say, hasn't it happened
0: already? <laughs> it has <laughs> happened. So... <laughs> Stuff like that is what I like about horror. Now, don't get me wrong. I like the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I love... I I shouldn't say I love. I enjoyed the Friday the 13th series, and I set myself up, like, last summer to watch the whole series because I hadn't seen all of them. And here's another problem I have with horror movies. They milk their shit so much that the sequels become tedious. Right. I, I
1: honestly feel like there shouldn't even be sequels.
0: A lot of them shouldn't, but oh, my God. But all right. So Friday the 13th goes like this. First movie, groundbreaking. Second movie, amazing. Third movie, decent, but too 3D schlocky. Fourth movie, okay. Fifth movie, meh. Sixth movie, amazing. And then seventh movie goes down again. And then it's just eight, nine, and 10 should never have happened. Jason Takes Manhattan, Jason Goes to Hell, and Jason X are three of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs)
1: i didn't even know there were that many jason oh there's
0: too many (laughs) jason and jason goes to hell is actually my least favorite everybody points to jason x because it's really cheesy schlocky because it's jason in space but it also knew it was cheesy schlocky and went with it but jason goes to hell it's not even jason he just keeps possessing people from beyond the grave and it's just so stupid
1: okay i will take it back alien is probably one of my favorite. Now, Aliens horror a horror movie. movie. Like that yeah, is that, a... that's a masterpiece. Jaws. I, I guess there, there's a, exceptions to the rule. Eh, Jaws. I mean, just if you're really that scared of sharks, just stay out of the fucking water. Just don't go <laughs> towards the beach. That's not like the shark's gonna knock on your door. You know, you, you can escape a shark.
0: I don't know. I see Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> don't sharks do that? <laughs> sharks <Okay>. do that. <laughs> But yeah, no, I get that. But also, again, these I mean, are... if you're already on a boat,
1: yeah, it's terrifying.
0: But, like, if you're not. Okay. Psychological thrillers and stuff. To me, that's better horror than actual horror.
1: Right. You know like... what they should do? They should make a horror movie based off of uh, Taken, right? But you're the other guy, and Liam Neeson's after you. Ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a
0: horror movie. You're going to die. <laughs> that That's definitely some horror right there. All right, so I'm going to name a couple of uh, some franchise stuff that I'm into, and you can do the same. Let's start with a big one. We're Star Wars fans. Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, okay. We are, we are big Star Wars fans, and there will – one of the goals with this podcast is, like, even if the main topic of the podcast is we're going to talk about something Star Wars related and you're not a Star Wars fan, we're going to want you guys to keep tuning in. So we're going to talk about other stuff along the way. And I'll also, I'm not going to, like, dumb stuff down and talk down to people, but I'm going to explain stuff in Star Wars in a way that even a non-fan can understand and appreciate where I'm coming from. Is one of my goals here. Like, if you're not a big Star Wars fan and we're talking about the prequels, we'll explain why, like, I'll explain why I can defend the prequels. And I will defend the prequels. I will defend the prequels to death. That's going to be a whole episode, trust me. But I'm, I'm going to do it in a way that'll still be entertaining for a non-Star Wars fan, so you're not just turned off by the whole episode. And trust me, Eric and I are going to get into tangents and go on a lot of non-Star Wars-style conversations in the middle oh, of that. yes. Yes. If, if, if the first part of this episode was any indication there. But yeah, we're big Star Wars fans. Who's your favorite Star Wars character, do you think? Oh. It's um, kind of a tough one, right? Yeah, are we including... Like the whole universe, right? Yeah, let's include the whole universe. Okay. All right. Uh, You're gonna name somebody super obscure from an EU novel that I might not even have heard of.
1: No, no. Okay, we'll keep it. We'll keep it mainstream, right? It had to be a movie, uh, not not a comic or anything like that. Okay.
0: There uh, you-
1: we'll go with.
0: Yeah, it's getting tough. I got. I got two. Okay, got go for two. two. Go for two.
1: Okay. Uh, from the newer movies,
0: Poe. Poe's awesome. Poe Dameron. Right. Yeah,
1: Poe. Poe's just the the fucking man. Uh, and then,
0: like, I gotta go with Leia. Yeah, our princess, R.I.P. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just like she's fucking fantastic in all of the movies that she's in. There, there hasn't been a single like, uh, eh, okay, scene. You know, but like I don't know, but Poe Poe is like I don't know. That's just me. I I feel like they they plucked me out and put me in a
0: movie, and I was like, okay, that's that's so. so You relate to Poe Dameron on like a spiritual level, practically. I really do.
1: I really well more Finn, honestly, but
0: like, but I I really I really (laughs) did like Finn as well. Yeah. Yes. You know who I've becoming a really big fan of because I finally got into the TV shows. I really like Ahsoka Tano. Like, I really Uh, like Ahsoka Tano a lot. Yeah. Ahsoka is really good. I haven't seen any of Rebels yet. Hey, guess what? But as I'm watching Rebels, we'll talk about it on this podcast. But I finished the run of Clone Wars, and I was like, yeah, Ahsoka's going to be up there as a favorite character. Because the Clone Wars TV show created some really cool characters I really liked. Like, I really liked Hondo, and I really liked Cad Bane. I'm like, these are fun villains. I like this. I like Rex. You know who I think might be my all-time favorite Star Wars character, honestly? Don't say Jar Jar. Why would I even joke about that? (laughs) (laughs) Who? (laughs) No. (laughs) do No, the more I watch, the more I watch, uh, the more Star Wars I've gotten into, and again, this is going to be part of my defense of the prequels, I think Obi-Wan might actually be my favorite character. Oh fuck yeah! And I love um, the way you and McGregor brought that character into the prequels, and basically he he mimicked Sir Alec Guinness's entire portrayal, and still made it his own at the same time. My favorite is when he just tosses Grievous's lightsaber side and just goes so uncivilized, because he was still big on these uncivilized yeah. swines in the galaxy. I like I Darth Vader because you know villain. And classic yeah. villain. And I do like the Emperor as a villain because he's such a psychopath. And again, that's another credit to the actor making it work. But I I was really big into Ray, Finn, and Poe as the new characters. I love them. I thought they did a great job introducing them into the sequels. We'll do a whole episode on the sequel trilogy too because yeah. it's. I think it's not as bad as people want it to be. Even I though think I do the admit last kind of
1: movie was kind of a cop-out, but... A little bit, but yeah, we'll get we'll talk about we'll, that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, uh, so, here's one thing I like about Obi-Wan, right? Like, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, you, you look at him and you just think Obi-Wan, right? But, you've watched Rebels now.
0: I have not the watched Wars. Rebels. But
1: oh, not Rebels, I'm sorry. Uh, Clone Wars. Wars, right? James oh. Arnold Taylor.
0: Is the voice, and he sounds just like you and McGregor. And I... but like, yeah, it's. I don't know. I
1: think he did a phenomenal
0: job. Phenomenal job. The Clone Wars is also proof that the direction was an issue for Hayden Christensen because I know he's a good actor, but I feel like he just did not have good direction in those movies, and that's why Anakin kind of kind of sucks at some points. But, I, but I, think, I think the same problem with Natalie Portman. We know she's a fantastic actress, but...
1: Yeah, just... I think the, the direction that it was going for was to pick up new fans, right? Like, I don't think it was for existing fans. I think it was to pick up more new fans and to have a broader audience. And, yeah, I could see that. And then once that happened, now Star Wars is huge. But like I think at the time, even though Star Wars was really big, you didn't have anything before Phantom Menace, you know? It's like, true. How, long, how big of a gap was that? Now you're trying to, like, pick up a new audience. And so I, I think, honestly, I think episode one and episode two was more aimed towards, hey, let's bring more new people on board who mm. haven't seen Star Wars.
0: Yes. So episode three could appeal to everybody. Yeah. That's a good point. When we do our prequel episode, we'll get even heavier on that one. How about uh, Harry Potter? I like Harry Potter. I like the movies. I
1: haven't read the books. (laughs) And I know that's going to, like, err a lot of people. But uh, there's a lot of books, and I don't like reading that much. (laughs) I
0: could could do an entire episode on this alone, but I'm going to say this, and I know it's going to piss a couple people off. But because I've read all the books multiple times and seen all the movies multiple times, there are no, There's no Harry Potter movie that truly sticks out to me as being phenomenal. I think they're all good to their own degree, some being better than others. But because the books are just so well done and so great and so much fun, the movies don't stand out as being fantastic the way they could have been. Now, I know some of those books are long and they do have to cut out a lot of stuff. But there are some very disappointing movie-to-book changes. We'll do a whole episode on that one, and uh, you'll get—you'll get, you'll get a—I'll give you a crash course of the books when we do that, because I'll explain why certain things just don't work. I'll—I'll uh, I'll leave it with this. And by the way, guys, we're gonna spoil stuff. So if you don't know Harry Potter, I'm about to spoil something really big. I apologize in advance. If you want to just jump ahead on the podcast a few minutes, go ahead. But uh, there's no Dumbledore funeral that was in the book and it was a phenomenal scene and they never did it in any of the movies and that really pissed me off. But that's all I'll say about that. You uh, guys spoilers, you guys can come back now. for
1: anybody who doesn't, <laughs> yeah. who hasn't seen Harry Potter. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, you guys can
0: come back now. <laughs> <laughs> you can come back to this oh, part of man. the show. That's fine. Um, here's a, here's a, here's a very positive uh, book to movie transition. Lord of the Rings.
1: Lord of the Rings
0: is the extended, like,
1: director's cut edition. It's fantastic. I own them on Blu-ray. And it's something that I can only watch once a year because they are forever
0: long. Yes, they are. They're also very slowly paced, which is good for movie storytelling. But also, like, if you are a Star Wars and Harry Potter fan and you're looking for another realm of fantasy, or even if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you're looking for more fantasy realm... I can see how these movies can be a little too much of a slow burn to get into. And I understand why people don't like them. But this is the one real exception to the rule where I feel like... um, You gotta watch
1: it. It's it's just, you have to. (laughs) Uh, If you like that genre and you're trapped inside the house because let's just say for whatever reason, there happens to be a pandemic and you're not allowed to leave. I feel like you should watch
0: them. <laughs> well, that's one <laughs> way to do it. <laughs> um, if, yeah, it, but you
1: have to like that genre. If you know for a fact you don't like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter or any type of like Dungeons and Dragons type feel,
0: don't bother with it. And I know for a fact that you're a d and d guy oh
1: yeah I, I i actually play well not not right now, because you know,
0: but yeah, we, used a, we used to play we used to play we used to play back in the day yeah i I kind of miss it, but i just i just don't have time to sit down and play d and d anymore as much as I want to, even like even if you do do it on roll twenty and do it online i just i just don't have the time, and that stinks like i it's one of those things, but but yeah, uh, uh, so I want to also talk about the uh, the Kevin Smith films because I love Kevin Smith movies, especially the View Askew movies and the uh, with Jane Silent Bob. I love them. They all take place in Jersey. They're all they all hit different ways. Clerks it's is one just... of my favorite movies of all time. It's the it's the perfect independent movie because it launched his career. It was all shot in one setting, and. Those yeah. are, those are movies that focus on storytelling, like real people kind of storytelling. And they do it with, cause everybody's worked a crap job before that they hated and had to deal with crappy people. Oh, ain't that the truth. So I also love the, uh, the Simon Pegg and Nick Frost collaborations.
1: Oh my God. All of their movies are, are, are perfect. In fact, I loved Shaun of the Dead. Yup. Amazing. I love Hot Fuzz. Amazing. I loved Paul.
0: Paul's fantastic.
1: Yeah. World's End. Uh, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Slaughterhouse yet.
0: I haven't either, but I'm going to. Yeah. But, like, they're all fantastic. They're so funny. I'll even, I'll say this right now for for something that people probably don't realize about me. Uh, Hot Fuzz is my favorite movie of all time. 100% number 1 favorite movie of all time. I love it. I love everything about that movie. It's so it, it is it has one of my all-time favorite twists ever when you realize that yes, no they really are that petty. <laughs> that is my favorite movie twist of all time. I love it. Absolutely love that movie. I guess we might as well mention it, Eric, but I mean, we we hinted we, we, we dropped hints, but we won't say it directly. But Eric and I are both Disney fans and yeah. Disney animation. Fact, I,
1: this is where I think I am, and, and I'm starting to show my age, right? <laughs> but I love Disney movies between the years of 1975 and 1995 as far as like animated movies. Outside of animated movies, that it, it spreads even larger, right? Okay. Well. But, like, you have fantastic movies that have come out then that, yeah, some of them have gotten sequels or whatever, but the original movie is great as a standalone without, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, The Lion King, man. Lion King. It doesn't need a sequel. No, it doesn't.
0: It got them, but it didn't need them. Actually, I'll I'll say that the only Disney sequel I ever enjoyed were the Aladdin sequels. You Even know?
1: Aladdin. Aladdin was in the 90s. Yeah.
0: Little Mermaid was in the 90s. We didn't like, need... A... Well, Little Mermaid was 1989 or 88. Was, oh, yeah,
1: you're right. Okay. But, like... It's still within
0: that 20-year gap.
1: It's between 75
0: and 95. But you also think about the fact that the Disney animation resurgence started with Little Mermaid and then was capitalized on by Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, all coming out in order. And they all became some of the most beloved Disney movies of all time. And that led us to what my personal favorite is The Hunchback of Notre Dame because it's the most beautifully animated and scored movie. Uh, And and it's... It's the most underrated movie for sure. And then, like, then they do Hercules, which is just amazing and fun. And well, the creative liberties are coming out, of course, because we're not telling the full Hunchback and Hercules story, which we shouldn't. Yeah.
1: But, like, Hunchback, I don't think that was it. Well, it was later on in the 90s, wasn't it? It was like 96.
0: Right. Because Pocahontas was 95, and Hercules was 97. Because 98 was Mulan, 99 was Tarzan. Right. That was the, that was like the, the run where we had, other than 1993, we got a new Disney movie every year. That was like the yeah. thing that they were doing.
1: Yeah, that was. And that's basically what they're doing with the Marvel movies now, aren't they?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Or at least trying to, yeah. Sometimes we get multiple a year, but we got all these phases to go with. Yeah, that's another thing. We, we're both Marvel guys. We both, the MCU, we'll do a whole episode on the MCU for sure. And uh, that's another thing about this podcast is we've got lots of friends and lots of fellow geeks and lots of experts on stuff that we may not necessarily be the full expert on. And we're going to have guests on the show. So we're going to interact with you guys and we're going to have other people on to talk about some of this fun stuff and maybe even come on and debate us on certain things. Who knows? Yeah,
1: that'd be interesting. I'm still looking forward to giving advice to people. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like it. we're gonna keep <laughs> we're gonna keep circling back to that yeah if you guys would like some personal life advice drop us a line and uh, oh my gosh this is gonna be fantastic we're, we're, I'll end the show with contact info to <laughs> get in touch with the show but <clears throat> uh, but speaking on the Disney thing I also I do like my live action Disney as well I love the Pirates of the Caribbean or at least the original film I thought was amazing it, yeah. it it definitely has jumping shark moments but I still enjoy enjoy them for what they are and that's a lot of that can be attributed to both Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp just owning their roles. Yeah, you know. yeah.
1: Um, uh, I mean, jump scares in those movies are fine because it's not trying to be a horror movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you don't expect it in that. Oh, the, we, I, I the... Jump scare, my least favorite jump scare of all time because it scared the shit out of me, was Bilbo Baggins in Fellowship of the Rings when he friggin' goes oh. <laughs> demonic for a split second. Yeah, what's up with that? What the fuck? Oh, I remember that terrified me. Like I almost had a oh. freaking heart attack in the theater. Oh, you're trying to ruin my Christmas, damn it. <laughs> this <laughs> film's all came out right around right, right Christmas time. I'm like, cool, I'm gonna be dead for Christmas because Ian Holm decided he hated me. Ah. yeah i also i love tron love the tron movies yes even tron legacy tron legacy is great don't at me uh i haven't seen the original tron you know that i think we've had that conversation before and like yeah well you can see it Uh, now it's on disney plus that it is i might actually have to to watch it Maybe you should watch it and update us on another episode of the podcast when you're like, I've seen Tron, and we can talk about it. What about a Who Frames Roger Rabbit? I loved that movie when I was a kid. I don't remember much of it, but I remember enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah, I'll well, have a, to watch it again as an adult. It's a lot darker than you remember it because you realize that like it really is about murder. and stuff, And, like, and freaking Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom in a fantastic role. Shout out to Doc, by the way, because Back to the Future kicks ass too. But like when, when, and that was another
1: movie between the years. No, no, it wasn't.
0: Was it Roger Rabbit? Was late eighties. Was it okay? Yeah, we have a future podcast we're going to do where Eric is going to tell us the greatest era of movies, and he's going to convince me that it was the greatest era of movies, and I have a it feeling is. he's going to succeed. So. We'll... <laughs> yeah.
1: Because just, like, every every movie that we've mentioned so far, well, I mean...
0: Do you know why Roger Rabbit was so brilliant, though? There's two things about Roger Rabbit that I, I consistently say, even to this day, made it uh, such a brilliant movie. Well, what's that? Well, number one was the fact that the actors were acting to nothing. All the cartoons were inserted in. They didn't have a guide. They didn't have somebody in a motion capture suit. They were literally acting to nothing so the cartoons could be inserted in later. And you really can't tell at times... Like, I think that's how just how good it was. And the other thing is, other than the... I, the I've i always said the Wreck-It Ralph series was our closest thing we've gotten to a modern-day Roger Rabbit where it just brought a whole bunch of stuff together into one movie, especially Ralph Breaks the Internet, with as yeah. meta as it was. because that's true. Because Roger Rabbit successfully got all these different franchises to come together, with the big one being... Warner Brothers, and the fact that Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny appeared on screen together. And that's why they have the exact same amount of dialogue. Anytime Mickey says a line, Bugs says a line. That was the agreement. They could appear together as long as they didn't upstage the other one. And they don't. They don't upstage okay. the other one.
1: That's what started off uh, Toontown. Remember that online Yes. Uh, online game, Toontown? I was me- Oxto. Um, I remember land in 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 magic kingdom eat your member berries.
0: I remember. I remember. You remember? <laughs> I I remember. Uh Pixar of course. I've seen every Pixar movie except for one and I won't reveal what that is cuz I'm going to watch it as part of this podcast. But okay. I've, I even the worst Pixar movie is still a good movie. Yeah. Even though and that would be Cars 2. I think we're all in agreement on that one. <laughs> Car, Cars uh Cars 2 is still about,
1: fun. I forgot about Cars 2 even existing. Yeah, it's um, still
0: it's still fun but it is above and beyond the worst Pixar movie. Ah, yeah. I cried during Toy Story 3. Everybody with a soul cried during Toy Story uh, 3. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I haven't felt that emotional in forever. So one of my favorite lines, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Big Bang Theory TV show, I know some people are like, oh, boo-boo, whatever. I like that show. They're at a funeral, and Penny's like, I feel like I want to cry, but I can't. She goes to Leonard, here, you, you cry and get started. You're a big cry baby. He's like, I am not. And she just looks at him and goes, Toy Story 3. And Leonard goes, the toys were holding hands in a furnace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody cried during Toy Story 3. Pixar yeah. is really good at making people cry.
1: Oh yeah. They're um, really good
0: at making you feel whatever they want you to feel. Yeah, DreamWorks, you need to get on that. I have a love Dreamworks hate. DreamWorks is I have a love hate relationship with DreamWorks because Dreamworks yeah. can produce some of the most brilliant things, but then they're they're too much of a cash grab. We have to get a sequel out because this made money, instead of Pixar who's like, We're we're not putting a sequel out unless we, we're convinced it can be as good as the original. Cars two notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's their uh, yeah. I, though I
1: will watch another Shrek movie if they put it out.
0: Uh, three and four were okay. Shrek Two is my favorite though. Oh uh, yes, I love Shrek Two. Um, we could do a whole. I want to do a whole episode on just DreamWorks movies because there's a bunch I haven't seen that I actually want to give a chance to. And like I've never seen any of the Madagascar films, and I've heard some pretty good stuff about them. At least the first one. So I think I think that that might be worth a watch. But I love my favorite Dreamworks movie, I'll say it, I'll say it outright is How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, that what? series
1: is actually really
0: good. I, I think it's phenomenal and it's well acted. It's uh it's funny as hell. And now he's spinning. Thanks a lot for nothing. He's <laughs> just super stoic as the dragon's freaking out. Uh Jay Barjel who is in this is the end, which we saw in the theater together. Speaking of crying during a movie, sometimes I've seen a movie that makes me laugh so hard I start crying. This is the end accomplished accomplish that one. Yeah. Have you ever seen a movie that made you laugh so hard you were literally in tears? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of movies that uh, go back. Yeah, like going back to the comedy thing, I love the Mel Brooks movies. Oh, yeah,
1: Spaceballs. Like, uh, Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, Young Frankenstein.
0: Robin Hood, Men in Tights.
1: Oh, yes, I forgot he did that. Yep, that's him. Oh, my God, I forgot about that movie.
0: It's good to be the king. (laughs) Maybe we'll Um, all meet again in Spaceballs 2, the quest for more money. And guess what? All of those movies were between nineteen seventy. Yeah, there you go, there's part of your... (laughs) I think oh, I man. I think I know what episode two is going to be about. <laughs> I think we've pretty much established what our next episode is going to be. Eric's going to defend those movies. Uh, yeah, they're they're great. Blazing uh, Saddles, I'm not too sure of, and and but like I'll defend Blazing Saddles, even though it could never be done today.
1: Oh God, no! It can't be done today. You know what else can't be done today? Remember Tropic
0: Thunder? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that wasn't that long ago either. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> can't do that now, though. No. Uh, what are some other movie franchises you like? Like, I love the James Bond movies. The James I've... Bond
1: movies are. You, you know what? Like, going back just a little bit about that topic, I feel like. And hear me out. I feel like the, the movies that are. that I don't find funny make the best drama movies or okay. shows. Have you watched uh, Watchmen?
0: I have not seen the Watchmen
1: series, no. Ah, oh, okay, never mind. We'll save that for a different episode after you've seen it because I okay. don't want to say anything
0: until you' see fair it. enough. That's another thing, guys. If you guys are like, "Oh, you haven't seen something and you need to watch it, like I'm gonna tell you guys right now this is something that I've actually been holding on to for a really long time, and i'm gonna I'm gonna do it on this podcast. The biggest franchise film I have never seen before, and I know you've seen it, Eric. We've actually had this conversation is The Matrix. I have never seen The Matrix, and on this podcast, I'm going to watch the trilogy. Yes, I'm aware of the trilogy's reputation, (laughs) but I'm going to watch all three of them in between a recording session here, like, and then I'm going to come on the next episode and reveal my thoughts on The Matrix. Because I've I've seen so much of it and know so so much about it, I almost feel like I have seen it, but I have to actually sit down and watch them. We have to... You have to watch one movie
1: then do a show. Watch another movie, then we'll do a show about that one, and watch the last one. So so you can watch
0: watch my deterioration into anger? Because I know the trilogy goes downhill. I I know it does.
1: Okay, yeah. uh, But I also want to see that uplift whenever you watch the Animatrix, if you do watch the Animatrix.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Uh, How about... uh... The Animatrix is really good. Okay. Okay. I'll consider
0: that. How about the Rocky film series? Uh haven't seen them all i'd rec I recommend them I haven't Didn't he seen, just put out another one I have not seen Creed Two. That's the one I'm currently missing. I did not see that, but I've seen all the Rocky movies and uh Rocky Five is really the only black mark on the series cause it's just, I just don't think it's that good, but the rest of them are fun. How about Indiana Jones? Ah, oh, love the Indiana,
1: Indiana Jones movies. You We're know, do a whole episode I, I think on... my favorite part about the Indiana Jones movies and, and was that it was supposed to be a competitor to the James Bond movies.
0: Yeah, that didn't exactly happen, but...
1: Yeah, well, I mean, no, but it's still great on its own merit. How about uh, Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, yes. That's what made me want to be a filmmaker. Ah, you know. I mean, that how... obviously never happened,
0: but... Well, yeah, dreams might come true. This show might blow up and somebody might recognize us. Kevin please, Smith. Please, please and thank you. Uh, yeah. How crazy is it to go back and watch Jurassic Park from 1993 and see those special effects still holding up to this day, whereas I've seen some crap that's come out in the last couple of years that the special effects are just awful. Yeah,
1: it's because they use practical effects. I love the fact, like practical effects, will never, ever get old. Because if you can make a perfect looking animatronic, it doesn't. You're, you don't need, like, the, I think the problem with digital, right, is you need to make a three D model and then you need to match the lighting situation in the movie. You don't need to do any of that shit with a practical effect. Correct. You got the raptor. And as long as the raptor looks perfect, all the lighting and everything else is already in-scene. It's going to look amazing.
0: I mean, they didn't even have to CGI a lot of the raptor stuff. Like, you know, the raptor jumping on the counter is one thing, but... <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, that, that does look terrible. But, like, everything else was great.
0: <laughs> Practical effects will never go out of style. And that's, that's one thing I liked about the sequel trilogy, was they made sure they put a lot of focus on that so it didn't all look... Because yeah. the prequels were it too back. CGI'd. It was
1: going to be a lost art, honestly. The Mandalorian got, uh,
0: brought it back.
1: The Mandalorian did bring it back.
0: My my favorite trivia piece about that show is that they would always shoot the Baby Yoda stuff twice. Once with the practical puppet and then once so they could do it with CGI. And I think it was, was it Werner Herzog that actually like yelled at them for that? I'm trying to remember who it was on the show, but he's like, how dare you not have faith in your own practical effects? So every Baby Yoda is a practical effect because they were like, don't you even dare. Have faith that your practical effects are going to work. And it did. We'll get to that when we talk about shows in a sec here. And then a couple other favorite movies of mine. Uh, Princess Bride. Good movie. Ghostbusters. Love them. Beavis and Butthead do America. I you know not a big Beavis and ButtHead fan, but that's fine. But that movie was amazing. Yeah, so that that kind of wraps up a lot of what my I'll, favorite I'll, uh, stuff was.
1: I'll put in so you know South Park movie. Okay. Like if you're gonna go Beavis and ButtHead, I'm gonna go with the South Park movie. So cause... I haven't
0: I have an episode idea for the future, the Beavis okay. and ButtHead South Park and Simpsons movie. I want to specifically focus on those three because I have something very specific to say about it. So we'll jot that oh. down as a future episode of those. Popular TV animation to film transitions. I have. I, I think you'd be interested in it. Yeah. In the subject matter there. All right. So we got two movie-based episodes now that we're gonna. We got for the future. But yeah, what are somebody... keeping
1: notes because I have not been. Writing
0: I've keeping days. notes. Don't worry. Uh, what's uh? Before we move on from movies, what are some more of your favorite movies? Even standalone stuff that you can think of. Uh, you know. What about uh, Batman movies? Like Michael Keaton? Any Batman. <laughs> uh, like, okay. Christian like I like
1: I liked the Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Okay. I like... Actually, I like all the Batman movies, except for the newer ones, because I haven't seen them, so I can't say anything bad or positive about them. But I personally like Batman. Even... I know Batman and Robin is, like, really cheesy and whatnot, but, like, I grew up with that stuff, so that cheesiness is... I'm sorry,
0: but I love Arnold as Mr. Freeze. (laughs) It's just... it's funny.
1: The the movies are great. I think they're more comedy now than they are whatever they were
0: supposed to be. The Dark Knight was a good creative take. Yes. I, I enjoyed that. I like Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, Joker. Have
1: you seen The Joker?
0: Ah... I don't want to talk about that because I want that to be an entire episode on Jokers and film and do a whole comparison thing. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm I just put that, that on my a, list. Okay. I just put that on my notes. Okay.
1: Like Joker is great. I love I, movies. I can't, I like can't reveal
0: that. my opinion without actually spoiling what that episode will be. All right. There we go. We just, We got three movie based episodes right now for you guys to enjoy in the future. <laughs> well, <laughs> We'll pick and choose stuff. Uh, we'll probably even announce on the Facebook page, like, what's coming. Like, maybe midweek I'll put an announcement. Hey, here's what we're going to talk about on this week's episode. So. And maybe yeah. we'll make the Facebook page fun and we'll share some memes and stuff from now and again. So you guys can laugh. Hopefully not too offensive. Yeah. Uh, any, it's going to be super offensive. It's of gonna, course. <laughs> but probably. It is going to be great. It is me and Eric we're talking about here. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, shows.
0: Uh, shows. Yeah, oh, shows. Go. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I can get um, into
0: a whole bunch of stuff You know,
1: here. I, I'm starting to see a trend with shows. Most of my shows are cartoon or, like, they're a- either animated or anime. There's, there's very few live-action shows that I enjoy. I don't know where that is because I feel like uh, there's, there's a lot there that I should be able to enjoy. I just can't. But we'll start off with the live-action stuff, right? I love The Flash.
0: Yes, you're a, yeah, you're a DC
1: TV show guy, right? Yeah, DC TV show all the way. Like, what the hell? Marvel, step up your game. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was good, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we'll just throw that out there. That was pretty good. I, I liked season one. I didn't, haven't watched past that part because I heard some things get wild. Uh, but Simpsons, South Park, Futurama. Uh, yep, those are all on my list, too. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Yup. Uh the uh, let's see. Anime, we got Dragon Ball Z. We got Dragon Ball Super actually. Enjoy that. I have Super the original was fantastic. Dragon Ball. Unless anything Dragon Ball related. Uh anime, we got Naruto. Uh Bleach. Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh My Hero.
0: I need to watch more anime. I think uh that would be a fun topic for us to discuss, too. Is
1: Yeah, and and a lot of the anime I like are, like, shonen anime,
0: and I feel like you would
1: enjoy that. Those are, like, the typical one person is the hero or yeah. type of, type of I thing. I really you know? want to
0: watch One Punch Man.
1: One Punch Man is phenomenal, but not for the reason that you think it is, right? Like, you would think that it's about this one guy who can literally beat everybody with one punch, and... He's so strong. Nobody can beat him. All he has to do
0: is punch. But isn't that the trope? Why it's so brilliant because it kind of mocks anime.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's brilliant because the the troubles that he actually goes through is more um like it's more about depression and stuff like that. If you really take a, look, a second to look at it, his fight is about depression and not being satisfied and not being happy
0: oh that actually is really it, interesting. it's really
1: fucking deep for an anime that's just about a guy being able to punch things
0: really hard I do really like that <clears throat> um, what, uh what 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 about like cartoons when you were a kid
1: cartoons when I was like the simpsons
0: it's also it's
1: yeah. All, <laughs>
0: like yeah um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I, mean, I remember I watched, that I remember I watched Sonic, Ninja Turtles
1: uh, Gummy Bears remember Gummy Bears I did did watch the, a Care lot Bears. of the, uh,
0: yeah the Disney Afternoon lineup
1: pretty much yeah
0: by the way the uh, new DuckTales is fantastic I
1: haven't seen it but I, I've heard yeah it's
0: so good the one thing that's making me mad is Disney Plus doesn't have it in the right order and you have to watch oh, really? it in the right order because it has a big continual storyline yeah, it's like the first episode. Like the first episode is called "Woohoo." It's the actual pilot. It it introduces all the characters, and it's like fourth or fifth in line on Disney Plus. They did the same thing with Phineas and Ferb, which I also loved. That show isn't in order either. They got The Simpsons right, but for some reason, they don't have any of their animated. Uh, yeah, that's I don't. Weird. I don't know why that's Disney weird. Plus has a lot of that stuff out of order. Uh, I was a big Tiny Toons and Animaniacs fan.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I loved those shows. I wasn't as big into Freakazoid because I didn't really watch it as often. But, oh, speaking of Batman, the Batman animated series.
1: The Batman animated series is probably the best representation of Batman, in my opinion. But that's because I grew up with it. So, to me, that's Batman.
0: And that introduced my all-time favorite comic book character, Harley Quinn. She is my favorite comic book character of all time. And I loved the new Harley Quinn show with Kaylee Cuoco as the voice of Harley. And Lake Bell as the voice of Ivy. And because it's an adult show, because it's, it was on the DC Universe channel, they, uh, they actually got into an argument about who got to say fuck the most <laughs> for the episode. Because they were both just so excited that they got to curse. They actually got into an argument as to who got to drop the most F-bombs. And like, as, wow. a, as a big fan of Big Bang Theory, seeing Penny just being like fuck all the time. I'm like, what's going on, Penny? What are you doing? <laughs> it was like it was like when we saw this is the end and freaking Emma Watson is like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. I'm like, Emma, no. That was fun. that's fantastic by the way. Uh, yeah. so
1: James Franco and like uh, uh, and oh shit, Seth Rogen. I love those guys. I really do. They I want make, to be friends with them. They make if some fun movies. If you're hearing this, let's be friends. So let's be pals. Yeah, let's be pals. They're fun. We'll hang out. It's some fun stuff. Yeah, what? those are those guys. Don't take anything serious. Well, they, they do take something seriously. But like, yeah, they're just out to have a good time, and that's what I love
0: about them. Um, I'm also a fan of of the OG Adult Swim lineup, like. The Aquatine Hunger Force and C-Lab and Harvey Birdman and The Brack Show and Space Ghost. I loved those shows.
1: I uh, didn't have cable at the time so I don't remember those
0: shows. Oh. Yeah, they're uh they were they they had the 11-minute runtimes like Robot Chicken has, but they focused on uh, that And this is ironic because I've never actually smoked, but they were stoner comedy. They were definitely oh, okay. written written by and for people while they were high because they were attract they were trying to attract the college crowd and they were very successful with it. There is just they're just ridiculous, simple animation, and they have like no real plots behind them. They just they're just silly, goofy shit. But they're hysterical. But I do love Robot Chicken. Like I said, I love Rick and Morty. I'll throw Family Guy out there, although new Family Guy pisses me off to no end because it's terrible. I haven't seen You, Family Guy. Don't watch But you know what guy. I did
1: start watching and I really enjoy is um, American Dad.
0: I'm I have a very hit and miss with American Dad because I like the idea of the show, but I really can't stand Roger. <laughs> He's my favorite. I can't stand Roger. Roger annoys uh, me to no end. I really like Steve. I feel bad for him because he just can't oh, catch a break. Geez. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but I do... I do like Stan Smith. I think he's a really funny character, and he's good. He's good satire for modern day America. Yeah, like he's he's good satire. Uh, like I, I know you said you're not big into live action stuff. I was never a big sitcom guy, but like I said, I love Big Bang Theory. I loved Home Improvement.
1: Home I, Improvement was cool. I, I watched I that Tim a lot Allen.
0: growing up because I liked him. Uh, I,
1: I do like Big Bang Theory. Uh, from what I've seen, I, st- I haven't seen them all.
0: Um, oh. I love Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec and The Office are two of my favorite shows of all time. And I'll go on record and say it now. Parks and Rec is better than The Office. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That um, doesn't mean I don't hate The Office. Like, or I don't love The Like, you know, I I can't present an argument about that without causing... It's the pineapple on pizza argument all over again. You can't have <laughs> an opinion without somebody getting mad. Like, how dare you say Parks and Rec is better than The Office? That does if i listed all the tv shows i loved of all time and put parks and rec one and the office number two somebody would still find a problem with that because the office wasn't number one
1: you yeah. know what
0: you know what my defense on that is though the office went two seasons too long and parks and rec ended right when it should have
1: yeah i uh, agreed i honestly think once uh uh perel left it was kind of just taken away
0: yeah and don't get me wrong, there. What I did enjoy Robert California at times, but it was not the same. The focus was was Dwight and Jim, and they're great characters. But you didn't you didn't realize how much Michael Scott kept that show together until he wasn't there anymore. I know. Dang man, yeah. Parks and Rec, fantastic. Like, I love I love that show, and I always love the the dynamic difference between like. We we pointed this out. I'll give a shout-out to my buddy Dan Peck, my co-host on Club Cafe Wrestle Talk, because we mentioned this when we were talking about the difference in the show. But, like, you know, Michael Scott is a guy who... He was the best salesperson, so he got the manager job. Leslie is actually a workaholic and is super passionate about her work. Michael Scott just wants to be the boss and be friends with everybody. But... Leslie is, like, this super workaholic who actually cares about her government job when no one else in government gives a shit. And that's a, that's a great, like, the dynamic of Leslie and Ron is the perfect antithesis to each other. Yeah. Ron's in his position so he could prevent government work from getting done. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Ron Swanson. I relate to Ron Swanson on a lot of things. I, too, like pretty Burnett women and breakfast foods. (laughs) So, I I get it, you know. Um, I love Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was good. I watched the entire run of that show after it had already aired the last season.
1: That's exactly what I did. And I made it all the way to the fifth season. And then uh, the streaming service that I was using stopped carrying it. Ah. So, I didn't get to see the last season.
0: Well, it's on the Netflix. It's on. Is the it Netflix. on
1: Netflix now? Because it is. The...
0: That's how I watched okay. it. Yeah, Breaking right. Bad's on there. Uh, I did not really get into Better Call Saul as much as I probably could have, but I'm thinking about giving that another chance down the line. I haven't started it at all. And speaking of Netflix shows, Stranger Things and Glow became two of my favorite shows haven't seen glow stranger things is awesome stranger things is amazing what is glow so again we're gonna have to go back to the wrestling thing but it's a it's a fictionalized story of a real wrestling promotion the gorgeous ladies of wrestling that actually did exist back in the 80s and it was super schlocky and it was super cheesy and it was and it's basically a a creative retelling of that story but it's done as a dramedy which is why it's so freaking entertaining Alison Brie is the star, if you like community at all. Okay, She's, yeah. And And uh, they do have a lot of... They they have enough wrestling references, so a wrestling fan would enjoy it, but they keep it focused on the characters so anyone can enjoy it, which is why I would actually recommend watching it. And uh, it's not really much of a, of a spoiler, but I'll tell you one scene that'll make you laugh and you'll understand where some of the comedy comes from and some of the dark humor... So they are uh, the, the two main characters were the, the hero was Liberty Bell who is the all-American country girl and Zoya the destroyer who was from communist Russia because it takes place in the 80s just like Stranger Things and Allison Brie plays Zoya and they're they they have the live feed of the Challenger shuttle launching and Zoya's looking at the the camera because they're filming them reaction she's like Oh, you are Americans and your space program are so puny and everything. And you just see Liberty Bell looking at the TV. You just see her face drop. And she's like, stop, 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 stop. And, like, starts hitting her friend. And she's like, wait, what? Oh, God. <laughs> and I started laughing hysterically. And I'm like, I don't think the scene was supposed to make me laugh. But it's that perfect round of dark humor. Hmm. Yeah, check it out. I think you'd find it pretty entertaining. And like Stranger Things, it's only got one more season left. It knows where it's going to end.
1: Okay. And
0: that's one thing I appreciate about Breaking Bad. It knew where it was going to end. Yep. I'm sorry. I love like, Big Bang Theory, but the Big Bang Theory's last 3 seasons, the finale of Big Bang Theory is one of my all-time favorite television finales ever. Period. It is it is one of the best episodes of the entire show. But the last three seasons took way too long to get to it, and they definitely were just milking it at that point. Let's talk about a great show that had a terrible ending. Which one? Because I got two. How I Met Your Mother. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most disappointing endings in television history. Uh, uh, it, it was
1: so bad that I don't think people watch that show, and it's, it's fantastic.
0: You know, I've actually heard that like people don't enjoy going back and rewatching that show. Because of how bad the ending was. And I get that because two of my favorite shows of all time, Game of Thrones and The Sopranos, both HBO shows, both pissed me off Royal with their series finales. And it's hard for me to want to go back and rewatch them because I know where they're going to end up.
1: Yeah. It's so disappointing. Like, I can watch Friends. All Like, if I see Friends on TV and there's nothing else to watch, I'll watch Friends and be okay with it. I can't do that with with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, because you're just... Unless it's like, certain episodes. Certain episodes were fantastic. Because you're but just like,
0: like ugh, it's go- this is going to happen, and ugh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get you on that one. But yeah, I love The Sopranos and Game of Thrones, two of my favorite shows of all time. But both of those shows had such phenomenal runs up until their finales that I do feel like I could watch them again and still at least be satisfied and just, yeah, I'll be pissed when I get to those last episodes, but... But I mean, those are those were Sopranos is what opened the door for shows like Game of Thrones to even exist because you they proved you could do a television drama and do it better than a motion picture. And Game of Thrones did the same thing. And that opened the door for shows like Vikings and The Witcher. You know, like stuff like that exists because of these shows. Yeah. Uh, One more show I have to give a shout out to. I'm going to go a little old school here. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Loved it. Love that show. Absolutely it was, loved it. Love the cast. It was a great show. The cast was phenomenal. And I think I might do some rewatches of that down the line here. And uh, hey, you know what? I'll tell you right now. Because uh, you know what I'm watching for the very first time right now as we record this? I'm doing my first ever run of Avatar The Last Airbender. And so far I really like it. I loved my Nicktoons back in the day. I loved my Nicktoons. And I really like this show. I've completed the first book, The Book of Water, and I'm on the Earth book now, which is number two. And there's only three books to get through. I know Legend of Korra has four, and I'll probably watch that too. But, like, I I can tell that Avatar is very appreciated by its fan base for a good reason, because it's one of those shows that, uh, it's, uh, it's a kid's show, so there's a lot of oversimplified stuff in there. But... It also tells a really good backstory, so I'm enjoying it.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, Avatar is pretty good, but we've said a lot about TV shows here, and uh, we are starting to run a little long on this episode, so I won't, uh, won't keep you guys for too long, although I'm, unless you're really enjoying listening to our voices. But other stuff we're going to talk about on this show, other than movies and shows, uh, we are going to talk about games, because we're yes. gamers uh what are some of your favorite games eric what, what what can we talk about in future episodes and not and not just zelda because i know we're gonna do a whole episode on that oh come on man you just said the one thing i was gonna say <laughs> zelda, oh zelda. Well, yeah we're gonna do a whole episode um, on zelda you know what
1: just nintendo games in general are uh are are awesome i love the mario games the zelda games like luigi's mansion was was fantastic um the mario party games mario kart
0: yeah, I like I like Mario games a lot. There yeah. there really aren't that many bad Mario games out there. Exactly. Well, no, there's
1: still some, but that that was we won't talk about that. It's just like there's bad Zelda games just because they use the license doesn't make ah,
0: it. Ah, the CDI. Yeah, those don't exist. Yeah, those don't.
1: I don't. What do you talking CD? What anyway? CD. So, <laughs> um, games that I'm playing right now. I actually have been playing a lot of League of Legends on the computer. And Fallout 76, Uh, I know a lot of people, like, that's not the best Fallout game. I I understand that. But I personally enjoy it. They came out with the Wastelanders expansion, and it's been fantastic. And I've been playing that nonstop for the past, like, month.
0: I just pre-ordered my copy of Marvel's The Avengers Deluxe Edition for PlayStation 4. I'm looking forward uh, to that. You know, I'm actually really excited for the new consoles. The PS5 and
1: the Xbox Series X. Oh, That's I a terrible bet name, first off. <laughs> PS5, I can understand. Xbox Series X, come on, man.
0: Uh, Which one are you getting? Pissing me
1: off. Which one am I getting? Both.
0: Oh, okay, well, I, I, <laughs> why I
1: even bother asking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I had to pick just one out of the two, uh, I'm not sure, because the Xbox looks more powerful. But, generally speaking, the games that come out for the Xbox also come out for computer. And I'm a big PC gamer, so I will probably get the PS5 for the exclusives.
0: Yeah, okay. I probably will stick with that. But I'm not getting a 5 until something comes out for it that I absolutely need to own. Which is what I did with the the 4.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, I love... I... I love my Grand Theft Auto series, and if GTA 6 comes out, I will be getting it with the 5, like, that day. Like, I will make sure that stuff happens. Then hold up, because I think I have something to show you. Oh, no. Is it GTA 6? Do we have a release date for it? Do we have anything about There's not an actual release date,
1: but GTA 6 is for a PS5 game. 21 hours ago. Let me see.
0: Okay. Thought. yeah, everything. Like, yeah, Rockstar Open World games are where it's at. Red Dead. I even like Bully. I thought Bully was fun. You know what my favorite game is, Eric? Uh no. A Link to the Past. And it always will be. Oh. I
1: should have guessed that,
0: yes. I don't th- I don't think But if you want to go for a more generalized game, I really like I love puzzle games, I still love Tetris. To this day, still love Tetris. Oh. So-
1: Tetris is good. Tetris is a, a time sink, and you don't even know it.
0: I'm a big Super Nintendo guy, and I'm actually a Nintendo 64 collector now. I have 50 of the 296 American titles, and I'm going for all of them. So
1: for the 64?
0: For the 64, yeah. I have oh, 50, okay. 51 or 52 I'm up to now. because I, oh, I, cool. I found a copy of Snowboard Kids 2, which is one of the rare games, so I made sure I snagged it when I saw it. I, I was going to say, if
1: you're collecting SNES
0: games, good. That's impossible. That. There's over yeah. 700. That ain't happening. <laughs> uh, but I loved I loved Star Fox 64 and GoldenEye. I loved the Portal games, those were so much fun. And of course, every day I play Little Animal Crossing New Horizons.
1: I wish I could play, but I can't right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. That's my favorite game of all time. Yeah, do you have one? I don't know. I I do enjoy my Zelda games, but I've I've been on this games with stories kick.
0: So like did okay. you play did you Let's... play The Last of Us 2?
1: I have not played The Last of Us 2. I haven't even played the first one. Okay. Uh, my PS4 is it works when it wants to work. I mean, I get it cuz I'm the same way, but we were never on the same page. <laughs> um, games that like changed who I am for whatever reason. Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo uh, just made me rethink how games should be played. Uh, great RPG. I'm not sure. Have you played it at all?
0: I'm sorry. I missed the title.
1: Uh, Chrono Trigger.
0: You know what? That's the big Super Nintendo game I'm still missing. That's the big one. It's it's phenomenal. Um, I, I saw a copy of it at my local game store one time. It was only like $120 or something, which for a collector's item is actually pretty cheap. And of course I passed on it. And it's not there uh, anymore, and I don't know if I'm ever going to see it again. Uh, but It's so good. And if you can get it for the actual console itself, it's way better
1: than any of these emulators and stuff that you can, you can play.
2: It's that's that's in, the
1: authentic way to play. Yeah. The the same way goes, or the same thing for Super Mario RPG.
0: I love it. Love that game. Love that game.
1: It's so good.
0: Played the hell out of that, yeah. See, There's you're... one boss
1: I haven't played, uh, I haven't beaten in that game. It's the Final Fantasy boss. Oh, um, uh,
0: that was hard. I haven't beaten him. I, I just can't. I can't do it. He's harder than the actual boss. Yeah. Guy. He's so yeah, it's so hard to beat him. But I I did it and I got the thing that you get as a reward. But I don't remember what it is or what it does. I was about to, was about to ask you, like, what is it? What did he give you? I <laughs> some kind of crystal. Yeah, some kind of crystal. I don't remember what it does. It's been so long, dude. Oh, so long. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're we're gamers. There'll be a lot of game talk on this show. You've been yeah, bored.
1: especially as they come out and with the the new consoles around the corner. I have a feeling it's got to be a
0: lot. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Uh, I know you're not a big book guy. I don't read as much as I should, but I always loved. Uh, I love my Harry Potter series. Like I said, I like. Lo- I enjoyed the Hunger Games books. I those are actually pretty good uh, f- book to movie translations. They do a really decent job with that. Um, I like Stephen King's stories, but I find him hard to read. Because he has a tendency to drone on in his writing, uh, and I loved. Shout out to Maddox and Ch- Tucker Max for their for their books. I have them all, and they're all fantastic. And I do like autobiographies, like people's stories. It very much interest me. Of course, when it comes to sports, I'm a big pro wrestling guy. There will I will try not to bore people with too much wrestling talk on this show, but it's going to come out here and here and there. And Sasha Banks is the greatest wrestler. My my favorite. She's my favorite. Now my favorite all time wrestler is Chris Jericho, and I'm a big fan of Brett the Hitman Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And of course, I want to do some episodes where we actually talk about wrestlers appearing in like pop culture stuff, like Andre the Giant and Princess Bride, and movies that The Rock has made because he's actually made some some fun movies. He made some crap I mean, yeah. too. He he's made a lot of good movies too. He has, he's, he does some good action stuff, but he can be funny too, like,
1: oh yeah, have you seen the Jumanji movies?
0: No, I have not.
1: I'm I sure actually enjoy them. They're sure really good. You should, should watch that them. I think either way. it's it's nowhere it's not the original, right like no, nothing, no one can beat
0: Robin Williams, but the movies are good. I, I'm sure they are.'m I'm sure I'm sure I would enjoy them. Um, and when it comes to sports, uh, I love the New York Yankees for my baseball team. Although in general, I'm a baseball fan and I'll watch any baseball team. Uh, I'm not a big football guy. And that might be because I root for the jets and the Cowboys who both suck. (laughs) So maybe that's why Uh, I love the New Jersey devils because even though I'm not, I'm not a, a big follower of hockey, I have to support the only New Jersey sports team left. I used to be a big NASCAR fan back in the day. But when Dale Earnhardt died, I lost my passion for it. And I do enjoy MMA fights. I'm not a big follower of MMA, but I do like Randy Couture and Anderson Silva and Marco Krokop. And I did enjoy the Ronda Rousey fights when they were happening, although I do like Chris Cyborg a lot. So. Yeah. See, like, the, the
1: thing with me and like, NASCAR, I'm not, I don't follow any of the, like, any sports really. Uh, it was something on the Discovery Channel about NASCAR and what they do to their engines. And if you know me, I love building things. I love working on stuff. You're a big tech guy. We know I'm that. I'm a big tech guy, yeah. And I I was just watching this documentary or something, and it's I I have a new respect for NASCAR drivers and what they go through because those cars are hot. Very very hot.
0: Yeah, I get I get really annoyed when I hear people say things like race car drivers aren't real athletes. Like, no, you need to be in shape to endure what they oh, endure. Yeah. They're cooking themselves, man. They're cooking themselves. They're literally, that's cooking all they're themselves. doing
1: for the entire day. And you know they have an open window. I guess that's you can call that air conditioning. But <laughs> yeah. let's 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 say this right. We both lived in Florida. Yep. We both drove. Uh, let's say above the speed limit, and at some point we had to roll down our windows and turn the AC off for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. How long? How long do you think you could last?
0: Uh, for now, pers- imagine for personal experience. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't long. No, it's, I'm I'm not going to be in that car for a very long time.
1: And these guys do like the Daytona 500, which is in Florida, because you know Daytona. I I don't even know how long.
0: Well, it is seen... also Florida in February, so let's be a little fair there.
1: Yeah, it's still hot as ball. <laughs> yeah, it, is. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's still hot as ball. It's no longer 110. Congratulations, it's now 95.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, that we'll talk about some of the, some sports and stuff on this show. Uh, we'll talk about food. We're going to talk about animals because we're both cat right. guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk probably talk about travel. Because I've been to lots of places I think we could have some fun with. We're going to talk about whatever we want on the show, basically. Uh, the only other big topic we haven't really touched on, and I want to quickly touch on that before we wrap up this pilot episode, because we are running long here, guys, but that's okay. More of us is a good thing, right? Uh, yeah, and
1: plus, you know, it'll be shorter and that well, while we accidentally have some structure. <laughs> this is just a pilot, right? So We're
0: just having fun. We're spitballing right now. Yeah. Uh, music. Well, we're definitely going to talk about music on this show. I'm a big rock, hard rock guy, I, and I do like my metal, although I do enjoy a lot of 80s music, and I've grown to discover I actually enjoy modern pop, believe it or not, which is yeah. a, it's an example of both my wife's musical influence on me, and also uh, the fact that we will have on one of the modern stations out on at work a lot, because it's the compromise, because I can't do the the 70s, 80s station all the time because they only ever play the same stuff. I need some new stuff and some variety. And I can't put on my rock station because people get annoyed with that music and turn it off, which, what's wrong with you? So the compromise is to put on one of the tops, you know, the top 40 stations that also plays stuff back to the 80s because they will intersperse some Evanescence and Nickelback and Linkin Park in there, along with listening to some Kenny Loggins and... Rick Astley will pop up, you know, but then they'll play a lot of modern stuff. And the, the, here is my official, you're going to laugh at this, Eric. I know you are. Everyone's going to laugh at this when I say it here is the official moment. I realized I didn't have a problem with modern pop music anymore. When I heard a song on the radio that I really liked and went to put it in my playlist and I realized who the artist was and I was shocked at, that this was actually happening when I realized I was putting in an Ed Sheeran song featuring Justin Bieber onto my playlist and <laughs> I didn't hate the song and i that was my moment of clarity I'm like I've actually started t- like Beaver by himself is trash and Sheeran by himself is trash but for some reason they did a compilation on a song called I Don't Care and I actually enjoyed it and I was like and hey, you know what I, I don't care I don't care that people know that I like that song but I started yeah, that, enjoying...
1: That's a good song. I like that song.
0: Thanks to my wife, I've actually gotten really into Taylor Swift. Okay. I... And she's she's had Folklore on nonstop since it came out, because she loves Taylor. And she also got me to tolerate the Backstreet Boys. Which, actually, I'll defend them. They're actually a really good group. They put out some really good music. And, and Suck <laughs> does not put out as good music. I said what I said. Fight me. you can all right Yeah, Um, sorry justin fans but but the big thing for me and i know you are too is i love disturbed is my favorite band of all time with lincoln park a very close second i those flip-flop
1: for me but yes yeah but yeah
0: right up the top uh hailstorm love lizzie hale i love her music i love music with female vocalists in the hard rock genre in all its forms i love hailstorm i love nightwish i love evanescence I love Lacuna Coil. I love, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name of Taylor Momsen's band right now. Pretty reckless. Like, I lo- I love that music. I even like Amarith, which isn't as well known as they could be. And within temptation, like stuff like that. I love it. Uh, shine down, breaking Benjamin, three days grace. Most of those bands are big fans of. And then I like Eminem for, for the hip hop stuff. And, Thanks to my patron show that I do with Club k Wrestle Talk, uh, one of our patrons, Adrian Cotton, actually submits us rap songs to do watch-alongs with. And I've really started to grow my hip-hop taste out of that. And I love Weird Al. Weird Al is one of my favorite artists of all time.
1: Weird Al is amazing. Yes, my wife hates He's... him,
0: and I love him. What?
1: Yeah, she, Why? Yeah, she does not like Weird Al. But she doesn't I... like parody songs, then. That's what it is. Uh, it's gotta be that uh, because Weird Al sh- as a person is fantastic.
0: Yeah, a guy a who's been in the music, he, he can do every, he can literally do every genre of music, and and he's never had a scandal. Like, what more could you want? He gives to charity, and he's a super nice guy. I know, right? It's just like saying you don't like Keanu Reeves. Like everybody loves Keanu Reeves. Who,
1: yeah, who says that? Like nobody says.
0: That. What are some other bands you're into, Eric? Uh. Honestly, um... I know you I, like Rise Against a lot, which is yes. They're really I do good. Like Rise Against. They're really good. I, I like um,
1: Shine Down, Metallica, uh, and then I've been on this rap kick, rap pop.
0: Kick okay, type so who, thing. who do you like the there? Logic. Logic is actually pretty good. I
1: yeah, I, I've been. I don't know. I discovered him not too long ago, and and I'm just been. Listen to all of his songs and stuff like that, and he's led me to to listen to uh, some other people like Hobson and uh, uh,
0: Watsky. Did you ever listen to Sean Paul? <laughs> I, uh, no. I, oh my god, I kind I actually kind of like his stuff, even though I can't understand a word he's saying. Same with uh, that's the same problem I had with Shaggy. <laughs> I couldn't understand yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, I, I'm like you remember Shaggy? Oh my god, uh, Shaggy. You know who I've discovered I really enjoy in the hip hop scene? I love listening to Buster Rhymes. He's so is, hard to understand because he's so, but because he, he's so fast and he's so good at it. But I really like his music. Yeah.
1: Is he still putting out stuff?
0: I I think so. I think he put out something. I think he does a lot more collaborations than anything else. Oh. And, and like Ludacris. Remember Ludacris? It's Saturday, Wiki Wiki. Oh. that freaking song was all over the radio at one point do you remember uh slow jams with twista was in that and uh Uh, god who was all in that in slow jam that that song was all over the radio at one point Uh, i think i think yeah oh my god yeah there's some hip-hop i actually like the one genre of music i still can't turn around on and my wife loves it and she tries really hard is still country I just can't, I still have not officially turned around on country. I found some that I tolerate, but overall I just, eh, it's not my thing. Yeah, as
1: a genre, I
0: can't. As select songs, I can't. Select songs, yeah. Well, I hope that gives you guys a pretty good idea of what we're going to talk about on this podcast, since you've been listening to us for a few hours now.
1: Oh my gosh, it really has been. Yeah, but...
0: we, we want to give you substance, you know, and, and we don't want to go too long here. So we'll, we'll kind of wrap up this pilot episode, which was really, it was a, a big ass introduction to who we are and what we're going to talk about. So quick shout outs. I want to give shout outs to everybody on the channel who puts out all that great content. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Our partner shows, we shouted them out earlier, but really, I really want to shout out you guys who are listening to this show. We want to hear from you. We want to interact with you. So if you're following us on the Facebook page, uh, I'll try to get that Twitter and Instagram made in between us recording and putting the episode out. Remember, it's probably going to be a Monday 7 a.m. schedule, so you can wake up and listen to us throughout Mm -hmm. your week whenever you get a chance to. Plus, that's a good schedule for us, so if we can't always record on a – like we're recording this episode on a Saturday morning, and that might not always be accessible to us, so that gives us an entire weekend to kind of – working a time here we want to hear from you guys we want to interact with you you can ask us questions you can ask for advice eric's really excited about that by the way he wants to yes. give some life advice so
1: again none of it should be taken seriously but i think you'll enjoy
0: you know what we should do we should do the yin and yang thing i'll give some real advice and then you give the the you give the yes. horrible don't listen to this advice <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> It'd be perfect. That's
1: like, that's exactly how our, our dynamic works anyway.
0: Yeah. We'll tell some stories by the way of working together. We'll have those sneak into, to future episodes. So you guys can, can hear some ridiculousness there. Uh, and of course, when it comes to games, we we didn't even touch on like board games and tabletop stuff. There's so much to talk about, but drop us a line. Let us know some things that you want us to talk about. If you have an idea if you think you'd like to come on and passionately talk about a fandom that you're into specifically, we'd love to have you guys on, especially all of you wonderful mutual friends that we have. Although if you just if you just know one of us, we'd like to get to know you as well. So don't be afraid to drop us a line. Give suggestions, ask questions, interact with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. Subscribe to the channel. Follow the Facebook page. Whatever you need to do to follow us, make sure that you're, you're doing it. And, uh, yeah, and if you want to actually contact us, you can message the page on Facebook. We'll try to respond as quickly as we can. If you want to email me directly, I have an email I use for all the podcasts. It's omeliepodcasts at gmail.com. I'll put it in the description of the episode. So you can always reach out to me directly that way and we might set up an email that both of us have access to so you can just write to the show in general right and
1: i'm i'm a, particularly i'm a very hard person
0: to get a hold of
1: i'm sure chris can uh,
0: i'll attest can to that kind of, you are one of the yeah. hardest you're you're probably the one friend i have the hardest time getting a hold of and like and you're like still one of my best friends man i want to talk to you <laughs> now at least i at least i know every week i get to talk to you in some capacity <laughs> I know, right? It's gonna we're be great. Gonna, gonna dedicate ourselves to this yet now, but uh, we'll have some. We'll have some friends on. We'll have some of the other CKCC radio hosts come on and discuss stuff. Like we'll have Jeff on to discuss music and paranormal stuff. Uh, I'll invite Jason on to do music as well. I'll invite uh, my my co-host Dan Peck, who's really like my business partner with all this stuff. He'll he'll guest on a couple of episodes here, and this is why we're not gonna have censoring because he definitely. It doesn't keep his fucks in check. But that's okay, because I don't really either. And, uh... We'll have some topics we can talk about. We already have, like, four episodes worth of future content already that we've kind of confirmed on, just movie-related here. So, there you go. Best of Era movies, that cartoon comparison, uh, Jokers in film comparisons, uh, the Star Wars prequels, which is going to be an episode I really want to do. Uh yeah I guess next week we'll go ahead we'll do that best era of movies. We'll talk about the greatest era of movies according to you, and yes. we'll focus on the movies in there that'll be our our subject but we'll 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 kick off with news and stuff and go on tangents just like we did here. This is a perfect this pilot I couldn't have asked for a better way to record this episode. This is the perfect tangent episode so you guys understand what you're in for here. <laughs> So I hope you guys yeah. really enjoyed this. And to to all of those people who I messaged and told that I was like, hey, Eric and I are going to do a podcast, and you guys got really excited about it, I hope you've enjoyed this, and I hope you enjoy our shenanigans and all of the wonderful future stuff we have in line. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode, Eric? Uh,
1: nope, not thinking at all. That's pretty much my MO, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well uh, that's one way to do it i guess yeah uh you know be 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 good to each other dudes uh spay new to your pets help control the pet population <laughs> there's we could have a wacky closing line oh, oh speaking God, of which i gotta call the vet oh yeah that's yeah well we'll have to tell cat stories on future episodes like ah. Uh talk about our, our kitties they're the best and the worst they really really are But i love them and i wouldn't change anything <laughs> one of my cats ate your shoe what one of my cats ate your shoes when we were still living in florida oh yes
1: i remember that
0: Ah, uh, you that's you, okay which is I... funny because you laughed and shannon got really mad at him <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was funny <laughs> i thought it was hilarious yeah. Lots to talk about. I needed these
1: shoes and I needed a reason to get some. And well,
0: oh, Perry voila. Helped you out with that. Yeah. Lots to talk about in the future, guys. And we'll have lots of content for you. Thank you for tuning into this pilot. We hope you're excited for what the show's going to bring. And we will see you guys next week where you can sit down with us once again at the nerd table. Take care, everybody. Take care, everyone.